life. We are rolling. All right, let's do it. All right, man. Well, uh, okay, so it's been uh, another week. Another week. Another discipline in the books. Yes, sir. Um, so this past week, tell me, uh, Claude, let's get right into it, man. What was what was it like kind of thinking through the, the rule for life? And um, What did we say? We said we'd come here with four or five rules for life That's that right. we came up with. Um, That's right. So, man, just walk me through your process. Yeah, so just to refresh people, uh, rule of life is a uh, way to create um, rhythms for your life that will help you live a life that is uh, sane um, and reflects a deep love for God that helps shape you into uh, who you want to be in Christ. And so I really I really enjoyed this. This might be my, uh, other than celebration, this might be my favorite one that we've done so far. Wow. I took a stab at this with our church plant um, in January. We did this as a kind of congregation-wide um, practice together. Rather than doing like a New Year's resolution, we handed out a card that explained a rule of life, gave some examples, gave some prompts to take some prayer and reflection to build out a couple rules rules of life. Um, and so I had, had a little you, had familiar you seen with that, this. Did you see that? Done, have you seen that done before? Like, I have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I had seen it done at, uh, I believe the church is uh, called New Life Fellowship. It's where uh, Pete Scazzaro yeah. uh, used to pastor. Emotionally Healthy Church. Yes. And the current leader. Yeah. Yes, yes. And the current uh, pastor, I think, is Rich uh, Velotis. Um, yep. And so I really have enjoyed learning from him uh, through his writing and stuff like that. And so that's where I first actually heard of a rule of life was from him. Uh, so anyway, I had a little bit of familiarity with it. And I think this time around, I learned, hopefully, from some of the... Uh, missteps I made the first time around where I think I was really, really specific in some ways that were sort of limiting. So this time around, I wanted to be a little bit more general hmm. and, um, and you'll kind of see that reflected in the ones that I came up with. Yeah. So you, <clears throat> did you come up with any new ones or did you just, you've, you've had these for a while cause you did it with your church back in uh, Boston. No, I came up with new ones. Uh, the ones that I had done, uh, in January, uh, with, with our church, um, I sort of have kind of been indirectly or implicitly sort of living by them a little bit, but this was a great chance for me to sort of refresh and say new season, new place, uh, what type of rules slash rhythms, principles even yeah. do I want to live by? So did I, I kind of came up with a new, a new set. Did you, um, did you kind of restrict it just to you personally or did you loop in your wife and kids or? I did me personally. And that was actually something I was thinking about on the way here was this time around, I kind of took it as a real personal, like, kind of mandate so to speak yeah but there's also kind of other rules of life that are more family and more kelsey and i yeah um but this time around i thought maybe for myself just to be like more manageable i would start in this way uh, but yeah. one of these as, as we share and one of these definitely is a a family a family piece and it's actually been pretty fun to see as i've been trying to do it over the last week or so cool so you've actually you've started practicing these things you didn't just you didn't just come up with the rules Right. Yeah, I've started. Yeah. I started doing them a little bit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. I've so, been, I've been okay. trying to, been trying to, <clears throat> trying to do those. Usually, I usually I just come up with things and don't do them. But this time, right, uh, right. this time, <laughs> yeah. God is helping me. Man, that was my. Have you done the Enneagram? Yes. What What are you? Uh, most identify as a nine. As the peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, I think rule of life is probably. I'm a seven, so yeah. rule of life is probably the one I find most. Uh, challenging like to to say this is sevens are the least consistent 
Okay. Right. And they're always just seeking for the latest, greatest thing. Yeah. And so to say like, man, I'm going to do this every yeah. single day. Yeah. That's a challenge. Yeah. And that's, that's similar for me. Actually, I was just reading about spiritual disciplines, the type of spiritual disciplines that, that map well with the different Enneagram types and similar, similar with the, with the nine type where, uh, we slash I am prone to sort of go for what's new, um, spontaneity, novelty over routine. And that sort of comes from this desire to kind of just like sort of be slothful. Mm. So something yeah. like this actually is, is really important and really helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I did it. All right. I did it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, on the, the, the flip side of that is <clears throat> that these also can rein in some of the um, challenging aspects of the seven as far as walking with the Lord goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so man, anytime we can kind of, and this is what the disciplines are all about, man. It's, it's, it's disciplining yourself so that you can be free. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, yep. And, uh, a lot of things that come with just my personality type, it's not freedom. It's actually the bondage to newness or, yeah, or change the moment. or yeah, just yep. the moment. Yeah. Same. Um, so I did experience some really good, uh, results just from establishing rules that, you know, if I do this every single day, I think it's going to end up leading me in a closer relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Um, well, let's go. <clears throat> so what is, what's your first rule? Yeah. Just give me one. Yeah. And so for those who are hearing this and they're like, rule, rule, like, you know, hopefully you've been tracking with us. You've heard us unpack this, but you could also think of it as just like a, a rhythm or principle for your life. Yeah. These are, these are meant to be life-giving as, as Seth said, to lead us into the freedom of becoming who we desire to be, who we're meant to be in Christ. So the first one for me, uh, was daily word and prayer. Uh, simple as simple as that is just really establishing that as, um, a real foundational rule of my life. And then sort of, um, so, so the way I wrote them out is really, uh, sort of generic, like daily word and prayer. But for me, what that's looked like is realizing, uh, I need a place for written prayers in my life, prayers hmm. that I'm actually like reading in addition to prayers that I'm just praying s- uh, spontaneously. Got it. Like and you're so, reciting written prayers. Yeah. 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 So, and, and where's then, the source? Like, where do you get those? So I'm using the common book of prayer. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just been helpful for me to, uh, pull in sort of reflection and meditation and language about who God is, the way we pray to him, uh, so that I don't just pray the same things in the same way all the time. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I also, um, want to sort of enrich my vocabulary with God. And it, and also it, it helps me pray for things that I don't think to pray about. Um, because written prayers may be about praying for um, a certain issue or our government or, or something that just, yeah. I, I might just, I'm just going to pray for myself, the people around me, um, my friends that don't know Jesus, uh, and maybe some major thing that happened. So, so it's helped me. So daily word and prayer is my first rule, but this also kind of brought down into some new practices, kind of if you push down on that rule into yeah. the more specific. What's interesting, did you ever read Screw Tape Letters? I actually have not read that book. That's so, like on my immediate to-be-read to list. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't read it, essentially the concept is there's two demons that talk to each other. One is oppressing uh, a person that's trying to follow God. Um, and essentially one demon is mentoring the other. Yeah, it's and, written by C.S. Lewis if you think this is super creepy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it really does give you a good window into <clears throat> you know some of the different uh, tactics that... Uh, we're prone to fall prey to um, in our relationship to the Lord. Um, and one of the things he says that I thought was really profound, it comes to, he's, he's in the chapter about prayer, and he says, get, get your human to 
believe that like reciting a daily prayer or reciting a written prayer is inauthentic <clears throat> and, uh, and, and invaluable or mm. not valuable. Mm. Instead, get him to think that the only way to pray is just off the cuff because, and get him to think that's quote authentic. Hmm. Um, because what they're essentially saying is if he just prays off the cuff for whatever he wants, he's going to constantly be focused on himself. Yes. And he flips that and he says, but if he starts praying recited prayers, he'll start to learn who God is. Yeah. And we can't have that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty profound. So that, that really shaped actually a lot of the ways we lead our, our kids. Yeah. I remember house. we talked about that the Lord's prayer. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, give me, give me one of your, so, one of yours. yeah, I think, um, man, one thing that, and I think like what you were saying, a lot of these things, some things you were, already doing, yeah. but to just to codify it, like to get yes. it down on paper. Yes. Um, so one of the things that I've always benefited from is just, man, I, I've got to wake up before my family does. Mm. Um, cause That's if my kids way. wake up, yeah. uh, if, if my kids wake me up, I'm a bad dad. Yeah. You know, I'm tired, groggy, whatever. So it's incredibly important for me mm. to discipline myself, to get up, you know, 45, 30 minutes before they get up just to be awake, yeah. you know? Um, but one of the things that, you, you know, codifying for a rule of life is just, man, w- upon waking, just get into the Psalms a little bit, um, mm-hmm. just get into some, some biblical truth start planting it yeah. into the heart, you know, to get me ready for the day. Uh, so I, th- I think prior to establishing a rule, I probably just wake up just to wake up yeah, just cause I saw the value of yeah. being awake. Yeah. But I think intentionally planting seeds in the heart of the gospel and, and the biblical truths, I think I've already seen how that's kind of changes the mindset. Yeah. You know, leading into the day. So that was good. That's What's your so second good, rule? Man. That's so good. My second rule uh, is uh, is daily Greek. So um, no, <laughs> it is. It is. No. It really is, man. It really is. <laughs> it really is. So for me, I didn't actually go. I didn't go to seminary. So I went pro, so to speak. I went into the pastorate without going to seminary. Okay. So all my theological okay. training. And you don't have the stuff. wounds. I, I guess so. I guess so. So to me, I see it as all positive. Yeah. But, you know, to, to keep this one, to keep it brief and so that's hopefully relevant or applicable. For me, it, had, it has just been as I've uh, ta- been able to take some classes online, there's been some things that I've learned that I just don't want to lose. Hmm. Uh, and so for me, it's basically, this means I'm reading uh, a verse of the Bible in Greek each day. Okay. And, it's just, and so this is, a, again, sort of attached to a word and prayer for me. Um but it's also related to like God gave me an opportunity to learn something, yeah. And uh, I don't want to lose it. Uh, I want to I want to keep it because it's something that helps me engage with God's word. Yeah, I'll so, accept that. So that's, that's what's that. there. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. the seminary wounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I I don't. So <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. That's that's my second one. It's kind yeah. of one. Uh, I guess one B under word and prayer. Awesome. Uh, my second one was man. After I dropped my kids off at school, I usually get to the office around eight fifteen and. Um, Setting aside 30 minutes in the morning when I get in, because I, I share office space a lot of times, and uh, he doesn't get in until, you know, 9 o'clock. So I have a good 30-minute window there, and I think one thing that I'm learning a lot about myself is that I just need to pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of times in my history, I've substituted knowing about God instead of knowing Him and being yeah. intimate with yeah. Him. Um, so, like... I would rely on just, man, I'll just read, I know this sounds weird. I would read the Bible as an excuse not to actually speak to him. Yeah. yeah you know, so yeah. I just want to learn about him. Yeah. And really I didn't know him. Yeah. Uh, and that's one thing I've just been learning recently. Mm. Uh, so I think, man, it's, it's just been so incredibly important for me, just those 30 minutes and it, there's no time on it. It's just, sure. man, I've got to spend some time just yeah. 
being with him, you know, yeah. not, not learning about him, but being with him in yeah. his presence. Yeah. Um, so that's been really good, man. That's, yeah. That's, that's rule so number good, two. Man. Yeah. How many do you have? I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I have six. Okay. So go for your third. Uh, my third is uh, daily journal. Um, yeah. And I, I have in the past have done really strong with this lately. I really haven't. Uh, and so I have a feeling that daily journal might actually flex into like a weekly, weekly journal. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I really, just, there's grace for that. Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. I just need to, I just want to kind of pick that up and do a little bit more regularly. I, it will help me become uh, more Christ-like in the sense of like, it'll help me reflect. So I know when we talked about gratitude, um, just even the practice of like, what are some things that happened today that I'm thanking God for? Yep. Um, just those type of questions. Mm. And also just, um, just that process of, of reflecting, it actually lets me, uh, it helps. God uses it to help me know how I actually feel about something or yeah. um, record prayers and answered prayers. It's it's really a, a worshipful thing, yeah. a reflective thing that helps me to really consider what Jesus is doing and and, yeah. uh, and develop friendship and closeness with him. So just the need for me to do that. Um, yeah, writing really centers the mind. Yeah. You know, in a way that just kind of being in your head can't do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. And if that leads well into my third because my third was just, we started this with the gratitude week, but every night just writing two or three things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. You know, that, that really stuck with me as a yeah. way to just kind of calm my mind, set it at ease yeah. to yeah. be able to rest really. Yeah. As we, I mean, we just did the stand there are our standalone sermons on theology of parties, celebration, depending on what outpost you're on. Uh, and I did more on celebration, but I was reading, a, reading about how obviously gratitude is related and just like actually what it does to like the neurons in your brain. Like it literally changes your brain. Uh, yeah. when you express gratitude and like makes it easier for you to do that. It was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I have, there's a lot of things running through my head right now, yeah. about, but anyway, I don't want to make it too long. So what's uh, what's the fourth? Fourth one for me is, um, memories weekly. So, uh, one of the things that I'm, and this is attached to journal and this is the one that probably for me is the rule that is most sort of communal in my family but he's uh, just getting the practice of just telling stories to my kids, like hmm. family stories, family memories. So that's like, cool. And just so there's a sense of like story in our family. So rootedness, kind of like. Yeah. So yeah. just like stopping, like even just stopping my oldest son. I was like, man, you know, what's what's some of your favorite memories of our family, or favorite memories of your brother, or favorite memories of your mom? And so we just started telling those, and a lot of them are really funny. Like we we made one happened uh, this oh, week I'm where sure, man. Yeah. I hugged I hugged my youngest. Mm -hmm. And I hugged him, and it just, just by the force of me hugging him, he's four. Uh, the force of me hugging him unleashed this just really loud burp from him, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And we're just like, was that just like in you waiting to erupt? And so just like we're telling stories, like, hey, remember when da da da, or, yeah. and all that stuff, just a way to bond and celebrate like the moments that we. I have. like that. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that. Steal it, man. Yeah. Steal it. Um, <clears throat> so my fourth one thing that we started doing this week, and this uh, um, looping the family into it as well, was. Our dinner times as a family, now my kids are nine, five, three, and one. Our dinner times as a family are chaos. Yeah, just mine chaos. Too. Mine too. You know, and, and we have this idealistic vision of what the dinner table is going to look like, and it never happens that way. No. You know, um, so one thing we're doing now, we got this book. I can't remember the name of it now. I'll, I'll remember it and say it next week, but it's, it's an allegory, like a really good kids' allegory about, you know, this, uh, kid that lives in a village and there's the king and the kingdom and but he likes to just go to the carnival not visit the king and like all this stuff about yeah. it's really just an allegory of of how enjoyable god is mm. um 
And so instead of just trying to have conversation, hey, you know, what was your day like? I mean, they're three and five. They're just, yeah, yeah. that's a hard conversation to have for three yeah, and five. Yeah. So we just started reading that book, like a chapter at dinner. That's cool. And they lock in. And yeah. so they start listening. They want to know what happens next. And so dinner time has actually become, <clears throat> through doing this, just a time I actually look forward to instead of I'm just stressed about. Yes. That's you know? good. Yeah. <clears throat> so I that's need to my steal fourth. that book. I need to steal that book. My... My fourth is uh, create weekly. So uh, just recognizing um, that uh, God made me to be creative. And so just finding those creative outlets that I like. Creative what other writing. I uh, love to do creative writing. So screenplay stuff. Um, I like to do some music stuff. Uh, man, just I, I get a lot of different ideas. So uh, it's not necessarily stuff that I'm creating that I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do this with this thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe not. But it's just even that practice of me of creating like it. Um, it just I just feel like a healthier person and uh, just reflecting how God's wired me and the image of God in me when I create. Yeah. So just making sure I make space for that. Um, even if it's just, hey, I got this 45 minutes, I'd love to work on this story or, or write this thing or, or whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah, that's a good exercise in faithfulness to steward his gifts. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, for me personally, I'll procrastinate on that stuff because I'll just fear it's not good enough. It won't be good enough. Yeah. If I sit down and start writing, it's just going to be nonsense. And so I just won't do it, yeah. you know. But just w just pressing into those gifts that he's given you, I think that's a really cool exercise in faithfulness. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's challenging, man. Like, you face your fears yes. to some extent. Yes, you know? yep, yep. Yeah, so so it's good because it's also it's creative. It's also humbling, you know. Where it's like, oh, I got this idea. It's like, oh, that didn't really turn out. And yeah. uh, but it's like, yeah, I'm not right. I'm not perfect. Like I'm, yeah. I'm that's not who I am, and I'm not meant yeah. to be. At least not in this uh, in this age. So yeah, I like that. My uh, my fifth rule was a monthly rhythm. So once a month, there's this uh, retreat place that's about 45 minutes outside of Memphis, and just once a month, just I initially had this really ambitious idea, man, once a week, I'm going to get out there and just mm -hmm. spend the day in prayer, reading, whatever. Uh, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, once a week is a lot yeah. uh, to drive 45 minutes and spend a whole day. Yeah. You know? um, so just once a month, you know, get out there and kind of reset. I'm always shocked every time I read through the gospels at how much Jesus only had three years to do his ministry. And I'm always shocked at how much time he didn't spend doing ministry. Yeah. He spent yeah. with the father. Yeah. You know, he's constantly retreating so that he can maintain his union with God, like the, their oneness, yes. so that he can do his ministry. Yeah. Um, so that's always been a challenge for me, a really kind of like a, a an encouragement for me to, man, those times are not wastes of time at all. Mm, that's good. They're clearly you know, very important to yeah. be, have. If you're not having that, you don't have an effective ministry. Yeah. That's just the bottom yeah. line. Yeah, you, you don't know? abide. Yeah. Yeah. So just once a month, just trying to intentionally get out there and spend some time. That's strong, man. Yeah. So last one, what's your last, last one? Last one for me is hoop weekly. So play basketball. Um, that's a, just a, something that are very worshipful for me, something I enjoy. Um, and it also is a sanctifying for me to play, um, to play mindful of uh, who I am in Christ. Basically the difference between playing in the flesh and playing in the spirit. Yeah. So just sort of my attitude, my disposition, um, all that type of stuff. So it's also worshipful. It's, uh, in in many senses, I love the game and obviously using my body and exercising is worship. But then also it's a, a you know a, a means of of grace and sanctification based on you know how am I going to react to you know what, how this went or what somebody said or or whatever and just helps me feel uh, whole as a healthy disciple of Jesus, making sure I'm taking care of my body. Um, something I I haven't been playing the last couple of weeks, but I but I'm looking to play 
you know, at least once a week, which yeah. sort of has been my rhythm. And so I'm trying to get back into it. Man, I'm glad you said that. <clears throat> it, I mean, it's a good reminder that that qualifies. That's a rule, you know? Yeah. Um, even if it's something as simple as just, man, I just got to get active. Yeah. You know? It's missional for me as well. Like just the yeah. guys that I meet at the gym, trying yeah, to reach yeah. out to them, build relationships. So just it, it hits on so many levels and I love the game and it's just yeah. related to celebration, recognizing it as a, just a huge gift from God that I get to enjoy as well. I like that. Yeah. My uh, six is just sit on the couch a lot. I'm just I kidding. Like it. Uh, so six <laughs> you're one. sitting on the couch now. So <laughs> yeah, you're doing exactly. great. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm nailing it. Uh, my sixth one actually leads us well into next week's uh, or this coming week's discipline. So uh, as I was looking ahead in this the disciplines book about Sabbath, and uh, man, my my wife and I are always thinking about what needs to be done, uh, yeah. whether it's house repairs or housework or work work or. Um, we're just always in productive mode. Yeah. And I think just reading that chapter on Sabbath, I, I knew that had to become a rule of our life. Like, mm. um, not on Sunday cause we, I work on Sunday and that's, yep. a, that's, you know, a day of, I have to be on. Yeah. So my sixth rule is, uh, Friday night at 6 PM. We, uh, and this, she talks about this in the disciplines book, but we light a candle and to kind of mark the significance of that that hour, um, and we intentionally go into that day as Sabbath and say, till from six p.m. right now until six p.m. tomorrow night, we're going to rest and we're just going to enjoy being with each other. Um, we haven't done it yet. This yeah. week will be the first yeah. one, um, but I think I can already I can already tell we need that yeah. <laughs> in our yeah. lives. We need that rule. Uh, so we're gonna see what happens. So That's yeah, you want to talk through Sabbath a little bit? Yeah, let's talk through. Uh, let's talk through it. Um, so yeah, when we, I think when we think about Sabbath or when we hear it, it it sounds like some sort of penalty or punishment. Mm. Um, and yet the way it's described is that it's a gift that reflects how God rested uh, after He had finished creating. That He um, entered into rest, not in the sense that He was tired, but in the sense that all like everything was good. Like he yeah. had made a good creation. Right. And even uh, our salvation is described, um, you know, Psalm 95, uh, Hebrews three and four as entering God's rest, this, this sort of uh, covenantal rest that we have with God because of the work of Jesus. Yeah. And so the practice of Sabbath is really reflecting that it's acknowledging our limits. Um, it's also acknowledging um, that God is in control. It's also acknowledging that we need to set apart intentional time in order to enjoy uh, by stopping. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, that's sort of the practice. Obviously there's a lot to debate on whether like, uh, how, to what degree is this command stand? Um, sure. Yeah. But as a practice, just even irrespective of that, as a practice, we can all admit that we need some rhythm of rest in our lives. Absolutely. That, that's 100% Absolutely. evident, um, and clear. It's sort of a, more of a question. Um, some, sometimes people, you know, it works, they work seven days a week, so there's they, and they have to, so there's no way to apply it. But that's sort of the principle uh, at large. Yeah, I'm, the thing that struck me in the book, you know, there's a line in her chapter, and she says Sunday, so she's just saying Sunday is the Sabbath. That yep. could be any day, like whatever yep. day you can take a period of rest on. Um, and she says Sunday generous, generously hands us hours to look into the eyes of those we love. We have time for loving and being loved. Mm, that's uh, good. Man, I don't know. I don't know why that strikes me. You know, but just this idea that we 
even if we enter into, you know, one seventh of our time is in rest and enjoying yeah. God's gifts to us. Yeah. Uh, that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yes. You know, like you can stop being productive. Yeah. The and world won't end. Yes. Yeah. And everything's going to be okay. Yeah. But I think there's just this, and granted, this is part of our design. It's the way God made it. He made us to work. Yeah. Um, so there's, but I think we've just idolized it to a point where if we're not working, we're not, we're not actually human. Like we're, we're not valuable. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know why I love that. Just even the thought of just taking one day just to really soak in the goodness of God and my family and just rest. I don't, yeah. I, I can't wait. Yeah. You no, know, it's good. And I think, you know, uh, for our listeners, I, I like the way Calhoun describes it. Um, she describes it as, uh, it's a gift of God's uh, repetitive, regular rest. Uh, it's given for our delight and communion with God. And, and related to what you're saying, Seth, it's time for being in the midst of a life of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that can be a helpful way to think of it. It's time for being rather than doing. And I know for myself, I'm always thinking like, oh, it, like everyone's occupied in the house right now. Like I could go, I could go read another chapter of this book and be done with it quicker. Right. And it might be like, no, I like everybody's taking a nap. Maybe I should take a nap too. Or you know, everyone's doing this thing. Maybe I should just get on the floor and play with my kids and just like be with them yeah. rather than feeling I need to achieve something. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to kind of get after this. I think um, figuring out how your technology fits in this was also really good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, at one point in our house, we had a phone box. So it was like, turn the phone off Friday night, put it in a box. Don't turn it on until like You'll Saturday still do night. That. Um, I still have the box. Well, I haven't really been doing that. Yeah. That might be a good thing for me to bring back in light of this weekend, just yeah. in general, period. Yeah, well, she said, you know, prepare a Sabbath box or basket. Um, That's right. Yeah. So each Saturday evening, gather as a family and put all the things you don't need to take with you into Sunday. So like cell phones, credit cards, gadgets, uh, work projects, homework, um, and then pray together. I just think, man, yeah. marking that moment really seems special to me. Yeah. Where you you know you light a candle to mark it, and then you throw everything in that box and you pray together as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just think about the effect that would have just on, man, your children. One. Every seventh day, they get that day with their family. Yeah, um, become really special. That forms them, man. Absolutely. Uh, so, I don't know why we just don't do this. Yeah, it's just something we just. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to switch from uh, from doing into being. There's always a f- there's fear of missing out. Um, we're so yeah, plugged that's in. That's true. We have expectations on us, spoken unspoken. That like, oh, someone texts me, I should get back to them. We always fear, hey, what if it's a control thing too? I think at least for me, like, oh, like I might get a text about Sunday on Saturday. So I kind of need to be able to check my phone, Um, you know. Yeah. And then also like, yep. I read my Bible on my phone. So what am I going to do without my phone? (laughs) So there's all these things I can rationalize. (laughs) Right. I've had numerous experiences where like I don't have access to my technology or something, you know, like my phone dies or whatever. And, you know, a period goes by where I'm not connected. And I'm always, there's never been a moment where I come back to connection and been like, everything is wrong now. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. like everything is wrong in my life that I wasn't connected. It's like, no, right. everything's still pretty much the same way. Yeah. No, nobody, almost no one missed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. It kinda, yeah. I think this is going to make you realize how unimportant your work is. Like yeah. not unimportant, but um, how important God's sustaining you is. Yeah. You know, yes. like you can work and that's great. God's given you that command and we can find joy in that. But kind of sitting back saying, you know what? I'm not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And the world goes on when the, I the retreat from it. Absolutely. For a day. Uh, so what do you, what is your plan? Like, are you going to do it on 
Are you going to do this? this yeah, week? yeah, we need to do this, man. Um, yeah, I, my, my kids are also, we've, so we, Kelsey and I have tried this in, in the midst of church planning in Boston. We're feeling like we have how, people in our house five out of the seven nights a week. Uh, we need, we need to do something like this. So we've tried this. Um, actually, a great uh, sermon I listened to, a pastor named John Mark Comer in Portland. He preached about an hour, hour-long sermon on Sabbath. Um, really hmm. practical, really good. Uh, and did very similar talks about like light the candles, we do this, da 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 da, and uh, r- really strong. So uh, maybe we should include a link to that in like show yeah, notes. Or yeah, something. we could do yeah. that. We could do that for sure. Um, and so, so yeah, we're gonna do this, and this will be a good family one for us. So I'm gonna talk with Kelsey and see what she wants to, do, how she how she wants to apply it, and what her ideas are. And yeah. we're gonna give this a shot. But our kids are also at an age too where I think they could really participate in this, yeah. and they'd be excited to know our phones are away. They have our full attention for the day. Absolutely. We have some kind of Sabbath enjoyment things that we do on Saturday, period. But I think kind of connecting it explicitly with enjoying God's gifts yeah. and His presence in each other would be really great. Yeah. I think one thing, a word of caution. Uh, I have a tendency to over-idealize things. Yeah. So I can approach it and be like, yeah. man, Saturday's just going to be this day of rest and peace. Yeah. And, uh, but realistically, you know, with 9, 5, 3, and 1, yep. there's going to be fights. There's yeah. going to be arguments. No fighting on the Sabbath. No fighting on the Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, going into it with a realistic perspective, that totally. sort of changed the way we do like our devotion times as a yeah, family too. It's like, good. man, this is not going to go greatly. Yes. And yes. when it does, awesome. Yes. You know, but the, the importance of it is just showing up. Absolutely. And just doing it and regardless of the outcome. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, the experience that we both have. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have some good stories. Putting some Sabbath into our lives. So, That's right. Um, All right, so let's practice some Sabbath, and then the week after, we'll get into uh, what's called Visio Divina. Uh, But we're looking forward to it, man. See you next week. Peace. Peace.